0: This is Sunday Skate on Sports Radio WEEI. The first time in 39 years, the Boston Bruins have won the Stanley Cup. Talking Bruins and the NHL, sure, old time hockey like it is sure. Yeah, yeah. With Ken Laird from the Mudd and Callahan Show. What a bunch of criminals! We ought to be in jail. That's all there is to it. And WEEI.com Bruins writer Matt Calma. The killer. This yeah. Sunday Skate is brought to you by Wise Snacks and by Star Market, the official supermarket of the Boston Bruins. It's it's we got a lot of losses. Yeah, we got a lot of losses. him of... up for some beast talk right now on Sports Radio WEEI. A lot of reasons you would say the Bruins are in trouble based on watching
1: the series unfold, but, but, Toronto is Toronto, right? Fifteen years without winning a playoff series. Zdeno Chara was a young 27 when he got <laughs> beat in Game 7 in 2004 uh, to the Maple Leafs. So since then, they've had tragic losses in Game 7s to the Bruins in 2013, 2018. All that said, guys, I mean, the Capitals won a cup last year, and the Blue Jackets won a series, and Cleveland teams have been decent. So I don't know. Anything is possible. Is Toronto going to Toronto? Do you hold uh, some solace in that, just its very base core? I do like Pete's point that you go to Toronto today, that's advantage Bruins, all the pressure in that building.
2: I feel like the Bruins have let them off the mat, though, and they've, they've, they're have they just playing with so much confidence. I don't think they had any belief that they could win this series going in. I think they were as down on their defense as we were. Yeah, Maybe,
1: think... but they played a great game one. I mean, both teams were sort of rested heading into the playoffs, right? And uh, the Bruins did not come out uh, uh, like a team that was... I don't know. Together, passionate, uh, concerned, focused—any of the cliches you want to throw out there.
3: I think, from what I've seen so far, I think I have less faith in the Bruins magically turning it around than Toronto magically reverting back into a pumpkin and <laughs> and blowing this. But you know, I, again, I do think that there is so much pressure on the Bruins right now that it being a must win in toronto is an advantage to them.
2: You know, they they won that game one but they didn't get anything from Matthews and this is a totally different team and a totally different series because Matthews did wake up and did get into the series and whether he's scoring or he's just being a threat out there, he's playing the way he's supposed to play and that when he gets the puck now, you worry. You 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 worry how, what's going to happen? How are they going to stop him? The Bruins start scrambling. And uh, you don't know what he's going to do, and uh, that's you no, know, that's without any line changes. They didn't, you know, to, uh, Babcock. didn't have to go to that well. He's, he's skating with Johansson and uh, with Janssen and, and Kapanen, and they're they're getting the job done. And they're just playing with, like I said, ex- exceedingly more confidence than the Bruins have right now, for sure. Yeah,
1: I was going to ask you about Austin Matthews because he had the big power play goal in the second period of Game Three Monday yeah. that made it two to one, but it was it was less his play than Marner and exactly and, and Janssen, actually. He had kind of a gift. Uh, one of his goals in Game Four was was kind of a gift. I forget now. Uh, um, oh, it was the leaky goal, you yeah. know, the one you could blame Tuka for, I guess, uh, that tied it up at two. But right. Game Five was a legit breakout game for Austin Matthews, and somehow he was eight to one against Bergeron in the matchups there. In, yeah, in, and you know what? And he's,
2: you know, Babcock commended him for it. He's playing a Bergeron style game right now. He is supporting the puck defensively. He's, and that it's helping him offensively because he's back. He gets the puck, he's able to get up ahead of steam. And the Bruins don't quite have the plan to stop him, slow him down in the neutral zone, and that's you know, that's even go back to game four, that goal you're talking about. I mean, yeah, Tuka should have that goal, but how about someone gets on gets on Matthews' rear end there? No one no one stopped him. He took and we saw another play where he took the tour of the of the zone and just gets these shots off without anyone touching him. Yeah, and I
3: think and I think his emergence is is massive because you look at the fact that you know, hi, our, uh, Marner and Tavares are always going to play well. And so far in this series, the Bruins haven't gotten the top six going at the same time. So if Matthews is playing well and playing well consistently, which he has been over the past few games, then that's your advantage because your top six is automatically better than the Bruins.
2: Yeah, and it, it goes back to, to not you know, we said Critchie and Dabrowski have played better, but it goes back to never knowing who the right wing is and not having a, a legit established you know, top six. And, you know, if you want to, Pete brought up Mark Stone a little earlier. If you want to go back to if you were all in on this and you were going to win, and never mind the, the upset, think that you were going to – if you thought you were going to meet Tampa the next round, isn't the price that you ha- would have had to pay? And I know that Vegas you know, had the better prospect, but could you have put together a better package, and could you have committed the $9 million to Stone? And clearly they didn't want to do that, but – that's what different. That's that a, that's a championship team. He do. was the
3: one true difference maker on the market. Right. Absolutely. And we're seeing it now. I mean, that team is probably told, the favorite to win
1: the cup. If you had told Sweeney Tampa's going out in a sweep in round one, would he have then made the trade? No, he
3: wouldn't. It that would have made it no. probably less yeah, likely. Have, yeah, that would that's have. made it Less likely, likely for sure. And and I yeah. think that's what makes this this whole thing suck is that uh, with Tampa out of it, the East is wide open, and I think whoever wins this series is going to going to go all the way to the cup.
1: Well, uh, to- <laughs> that would be unbelievable. Toronto going to- all the way to win a cup. When
3: not we- to win it, but necessarily to, to represent the East. It's, I think whoever it's comes not out, of out of the series of the, uh, is going to win. It's not
1: out of the
2: realm right now. The Bruins e- even the have-, capital's have let us go.
1: Big injury with Oshie going down, right, for right. the rest of the
2: of Exactly. Exactly.
1: So. All right, we've let Fred New Hampshire stew for an hour. So he gets uh, <laughs> oh, top billing here at 9 a.m. block. Brace Fred- yourselves. Go ahead, Freddie. Matt, Pete, Ken, happy Easter.
4: Happy Easter, buddy. It's a miracle. Hockey talk at a decent hour.
2: <laughs> it is a miracle.
4: Yes, it is. Yeah, I heard the beginning of your show. But ye of little face, guys. Really? <laughs> that fifth game, okay? How do you get that many power plays if you aren't working Toronto? You don't get that many power plays.
3: There were no, gifts. Two or three of them were gifts.
4: No, they weren't. Soft One calls. of them was a delay of game, Ticky-tack wasn't it? Calls. One of them was delay that game.
3: That was the
2: third one. Yeah, so...
4: But you've got to produce in those. And when you see all those power plays go and you're not producing, then you know something's not going to be right. Exactly. But again, okay, this is the best out of seven. Three games. What team is in the great room in the Hall of Fame after they won three games and a best of seven? None.
3: No, I agree. None. I agree. And, and, and I think everybody expected this series to go seven. And you need a team to go up 3-2 if you're going seven. So. You know
4: it. I wanted to go six because I can't take uh, seven <laughs> games. Uh, Cassidy, you know, all year long, he's got a feel for this team on the fly. He, get, he gets a feel for the team on, uh, during game time a lot better than we do. Okay? Uh, you, I mean, you're talking about Cassidy. Do you remember Claude? Why doesn't he change things? Why doesn't he change things? That you know,
2: wasn't Cassidy me, that's for sure. Things. I never said you know, that. You know,
4: Cassidy changing things. And, you know, Toronto was so good. Why during the regular season did they finish behind the Bruins? Okay? Don't tell me they'll get better players. I don't think
1: so. <laughs> well, they you traded know? for Muzzin. I mean, you, the Bruins net didn't see him in the regular season, Fred. That's a big difference.
4: Well, he's been good so far. But, you know, you know the Leafs are going to come out a hell's a blazing, okay? You've got to survive the first five minutes. Then I believe this team's going oh, to the, the cream's gonna come to the top. Bergeron, Marshy, Pasta... Chara, Krejci, Took. They'll bring the A game. This team is too good to lose in the first round.
1: You're worried about the refs, Freddie. you got little room for air here. You're in Toronto.
4: There's you will pe- have a show next week. And finally, uh, okay. guys, yes, I do have a family, and they don't admit it, But and we go out to eat, and they send me in first, <laughs> and then they go sit at a different table when they come in. But that's how it goes. And uh. I'll, Bundy's
3: got nothing on me. guys. Hope to hear from you next note. Sunday. What a sign-off.
4: Talk to
1: you next Sunday. It. There's the great Fred in New Hampshire. Survive the first five. I, I, usually I, the first ten, isn't Usually it? the
2: first ten, yeah. Okay. Well, I think, the, you know, you, you, you know, he brings up Claude Julian, and I think that's a big reason why... Um, if I would, The Claude Julian approach to today's game would be line up this, this roster the way it got you here. It wouldn't be putting Carson Coleman on some new line. It wouldn't yeah. be putting... Bang you know, your head against the wall. Marcus Johansson on some change. line. What's that?
3: Bang your head against the wall and hope things change. Well,
2: it, it worked. He always showed faith. There was never any instability with the players and what his belief was in them and what they had to do. In fact, to the point where I would almost consider sitting Johansson today and play the 12 guys with Coyle that were here all year. Totally. But you know what this is? This is
1: Cassidy saying... All right, Sweeney, you traded for Johansson. That's I'm putting them on line two and we're if we're gonna sink it's exactly.
2: your fault. Exactly. But I would go with the line that had with a lineup that had Nordstrom in it, Bacchus in it, Acharya in it, the guys who paid the price for you eighty two games this year with Coyle, who obviously has been good and clearly fills a role that they had a hole in all year, so you can't say that, that you know, that was that there's anyone that deserves to play over Coyle. But I would go with the 12 guys that got you here. That's that's the way to do it. You you, you just treat it like a game. Don't don't put too much. You want to play like it's the best, biggest game of the year, but you don't want to put so much emphasis on it that you're making all these changes and expecting guys to learn new line mates. Go in with the 12 guys that you've been in the trenches with since October. Uh, to Fred's
1: point about the penalties early in Game 5, Hyman tripped McAvoy behind the Bruins' net. Uh, in the uh, quote gift. unquote tripped, yeah. I thought it was legit, but I yeah. guess that one could have gone either way. And, and Krejci got hooked by Marlow in the second period. I thought that was pretty obvious, but it was not indicative of the Bruins like owning the period. Actually, right. the, the first period they got pretty well outplayed until that power play happened. Uh, it's just it's hard to feel good about the Bruins. I mean, other than the fact that Toronto's Toronto. Uh, I, this,
2: yeah, I don't, I don't. I also get worried when there's so much talk about well, we've been here before, we've done it before. This this team hasn't done it before, and there's still, as much as the core is the same, a lot of these younger guys haven't proven that they can play in, in this situation. This is the Leafs team that added John Tavares. <laughs> <laughs> the Leafs exactly. haven't had John Tavares. Exactly. I mean, it's totally different to what's going on here, you know. it's uh, Right. They added Tavares
1: and Muzzin. The, right. They're much better than Bozak and Polak were last year. Sure. Uh, and the Bruins a huge, added Johansson. Huge step. I mean, he was good last
3: year, but Marner is a elite at right. this point. So,
1: And I'll give them credit for a couple things I didn't expect. They took leads in games one and three, and they locked it down. So they've got the ability to play disciplined when they take a lead. And the, you guys pointed this out: they're, without uh, Nazem Kadri, they're actually better. They're right. they're unemotional. This is the way Babcock's Detroit teams were when they won a cup in 08. They just were like robots. I mean, right. nobody could get under the skin of of those guys. Lidstrom was there, and he obviously and strong down the
2: middle. The top yep. two centers, Zetterberg, right. Datsik. That's the way you do it.
1: And they just you know they played and. Turn the other cheek mostly. I mean, Zach Hyman a little bit, but otherwise... Different. Well, they're not even
2: turning the other cheek. They're not even being pushed. I mean, right. I'm, I'm all for Brad Marchand being a player now and not doing nonsense, but maybe a little bit. Can we get a little bit of old Brad Marchand? Can we get a little face wash? Can we get something? Right. I think this is maybe the least post-save scrums I've seen in a playoff series ever. There's never somebody. a scrum. No. And it's, it's like, every who other, Pretty much are. every
3: other series in the playoffs right now Oh, has it.
2: The venom is
3: unbelievable. You, and you would think that if any series in the first round would have exactly. it would be this is, between these two
2: teams. This is the most white bread, boring playoff series yeah. I think I've ever covered as far as no one on either side has said anything even mildly controversial except for <laughs> friggin' This and- series has,
3: let's be honest, this series has stunk. This series yeah, has stunk. Exactly. It, it was the marquee matchup of the first round. Right. Neither of these teams, I, I think, has played up right. to its full potential. Yep. It hasn't been all that exciting. Okay. It you know, outside of the Cadre thing in the first couple right. of the games, that hasn't been. And that, go- an, there hasn't been that animosity. It goes
2: back to my point. after game two, don't suspend Cadre, yeah. okay? Because that's what we You're needed right. in this series. We need some. We did say that. We need some. We need the series to get riled it to up. Fully go away.
1: <laughs> Although it's a joke. If Kadri gets suspended, they win today. Four yeah. games. That's his suspension. Then he's right. back. Yeah, which is crazy for that hit. But will he play? <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe he won't. I don't know. I mean, he's a. $6 million player or I mean, they like that. They,
2: they had, had him leave the stretch after the, after he got suspended that, to kind of be a sign of faith that we, we believe in you. But then you wonder, if they win this series, the way they're playing, would they really alter this lineup to go back to him? I mean, I uh, I would definitely hesitate to do it. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, just they recap this series in a nutshell. Game 1, 4-1 Boston. I mean, Bruins, they said they weren't ready, basically admitted it, right? I mean, puck yeah. management was bad. It was just a sloppy. That was a sloppy game. Uh, but you got to give credit to Mitch Martyr; he showed up and scored two, and he was the story of the game. Game two, it was we were praising their physicality, right? That was the David Backus game. They start the fourth line against Tavares. They're, I mean, Gronk's waving the banner; things are going <laughs> great. You know, <laughs> suspension—it feel like the whole thing shifted. Then Monday, they go to Toronto; they lose three to two. All five goals in the second period. That was a kind of a strange game. Trevor Moore scored the first one, so their fourth line got going. And then the Matthews power play goal, kind of the key to the game, right? I mean, Bergeron got outplayed on that sequence, and they fell behind three to one and couldn't come back. The Leafs shut it down. Game four Wednesday is a six four game. The Bruins sort of, would you say, got lucky to win? Or yeah, I would I wouldn't
2: say lucky, but they obviously didn't. They kind of backed into it for for more for most of it. I mean. It was a one-goal game, and they hung on for the skin of their teeth after having a three-goal lead. I think they got lucky.
3: You know, they scored in spurts, but yeah. they were outplayed for most of that game. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, Postonok scored twice, and both were pretty goals, and Marchand set them up both times. And that's If you're a yeah. Bruins fan, that's exactly well, what, that's you're what you're I'm looking Well, that's what
3: I'm saying. For. That's what I said at the beginning of the show. You, If if you're not playing your best, you need to have your top line carry you. Yep. Yeah. And they can carry you to victory, and they they haven't gotten that outside of that game.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, it comes back to it comes back to the depth of the organization and they they misjudged things i mean they thought they had the internal answers for this second line or for the third line center they didn't have either one and then uh, you you wind up you know picking over what you got and taking a a lottery chance at the deadline Whether it's you know we didn't know what Simmons or Johansson or Zuccarello would bring to this team, you have to give up assets for these things. You didn't know what Coyle was going to bring. I mean, Charlie Coyle was was available because he wasn't meeting expectations in Minnesota, and they wanted to cut ties with him. When you don't really draft and develop players and 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 know when they're ready, you end up in these positions, and then you end up in positions like they're in right now, where you're down in a series, uh, desperate, and throwing Carson Coolman's of the world into the lineup. Well, my four reasons
1: to complete those because it's been I've much teased here going forward. Now uh, to recap, Cassidy this is very is Passover it.
2: friendly. There, Ken, yeah. you know, four questions, four. If, for, yeah, four.
1: thank you. I I aim to to please. Uh, Cassidy's blowing it. Marcus Johansson is dead wood. They were hosed by a Toronto situation room in Game Five. I think that's got to be in there somewhere, and I do think Kevin Miller's absence is yeah. it's not oh. obvious, but it's it's showing up. It's a trickle-down effect that is hurting them. It's he obvious, really good.
2: I'll say the same thing about that that I was saying about Corrali. Everyone's writing about Corrali. This Corrali's coming to save the day. It's like, oh my God, if your fourth-line center or your third-pair right. defenseman is, is, is affecting your team that much, then you have a lot more flaws than you know. Kevin Miller's a great player. I love him as the third-pair D, great penalty killer, a much better puck mover than he was three years ago, has ridiculously dedicated himself to improving himself and yeah. adjusting to this game, but... Guys get injured everywhere, and yeah. But Matt, he, they don't.
1: They they would have trusted that line to play in certain situations. That absolutely, pairing, but which they don't You need to have now. more
2: depth than that. You can't go you can't go out and sign John Moore if he can't fill that role for well, you. You Love John Moore, then you should have told me how good that signing was. All absolutely, year. there's no doubt. I still think he's gonna. Like I said, I don't think I'm not gonna throw him under the bus for the next few years. But he's terrible right now, and th- that's again where they've misjudged where th- where their depth was. Because maybe if it's not him, maybe someone from from the, the Providence would have been ready to step in. I mean, we saw Connor Clifton come in and play pretty well. Do you have to? maybe think about putting him in there if he's healthy
1: yeah i would uh you know but I, for whatever reason he's down on or he doesn't trust clifton either i mean right. um he's physical but maybe he makes too many mistakes I, I i don't know cassidy knows his personnel better than than i do on that end but uh, what do you think pete kevin miller uh, something you can legitimately point to or not really
3: no not not really because i think especially in the playoffs you're relying on your top four more than anything and and you know obviously you'd like to have him in the lineup and you'd rather not have those two guys together on the bottom pair but you know, at the end of the day if, if Kevin Miller you look at as a difference as to why you didn't beat the Toronto Maple Leafs then a lot of other things went wrong and, and, and you're it, looking at the just, wrong area it's
2: effed up Grizzly yeah. on top if you are uh, running this team and you know Matt Grizzly isn't going to be as effective as a right D then a left D and you need a right D then why didn't you get a right D he went out the deadline you know first of all if you're not anticipating a Kevin Miller injury at this point then you're really not paying attention okay that's a fair point he's going to get hurt point. and so why not go out and get an extra d an extra right d an extra veteran right d or get someone who could play the right side you know they did that with Holden last year and ended up not playing him much but he was at least a lefty with experience playing the right side we saw John Moore play the right side this year a few times with Grizzlick and it was terrible that's why they switched him and now Grizzlick again he's being affected it's hard enough for Grizzlick as Excellent as he is with his vision and his and his moves down low to get away from the four checkers. It's hard enough at his size to do it. To do it on the right side adds those extra mechanical steps to it. He can't get out. So if this is the team you've built, then you you've mismanaged your team. You didn't prepare yourself for every... Every situation that could hit you in the playoffs that you know is going to hit you. You know defense. I mean, God, how many defensemen have to get hurt on this team in the playoffs the last two years for you to learn that you have to have a muff d and have them to be able to play both sides? So you
1: blame Sweeney much more than absolutely. Well, you're wrong. Six one seven (laughs) seven seven nine seven. Let's go back
2: to the 2015 draft. That's never been beaten to a pulp yet. Well, DeBrusque's a hit. Dabrowski's a hit. One out of three. <laughs> one out of three when you're picking in that first round. Well, we is don't know not know
1: yet. He, he could be good, right? Oh, my God.
2: Well, if he's so good, why isn't he in there right now?
1: Yeah. <laughs> he should be, uh, which is another cast. Probably Cassie doesn't play the young guys. See? Get Julian back in here. Exactly. You want to play the young guys. We don't... Uh, you want to, do you want to take Blair or no? I, I leave this up to you guys.
2: Sure. Yeah.
1: Why not? Okay, Blair. Go for it. I haven't heard Blair talk Bruins. That's my only skepticism. Oh, Blair's up next on Sunday Skate. Hi, Blair.
4: Blair. See? Blair. Blair. Yep. What's up? Hey, um, what I gotta say is they have to win t- today at what is it, three p.m. Yes. Yes. If I'm right, they have to win today, and um, that's a must win. So the Bruins, if they don't win, you know they're out. They're done. It's, it's say say uh, off season. Say goodbye to this season and say hello to off season, and uh, that that'd be uh, kind of sad to see it because the Pacers are. Uh, uh, I mean, not the they're playing the Pacers. That's the uh, basketball team for the Celtics are doing pretty good there. Um, but,
1: yeah, they're going to ruin um, their chances at a sweep, right? You had the grand slam up a chance here.
4: Yeah, well, I know the Celtics are doing great, but why can't the Bruins do what the Celtics are doing? That's what I should Fair say. Fair point. I blame you know? Brad Stevens. I think,
2: I think why, this guy I should can. call and talk to Dale. Do
3: you wait 45 minutes on hold to say that the Bruins need to win in a series
2: where well, they're down 3-2? Right,
1: how can you argue that?
3: I mean, it's a it's a fair point, but I
2: I'm just surprised that I, I thought reading reading the description, I thought he was going to say they're done, like they're done for like the next five years. I thought he was putting everything on this game, like the He's whole going plan. The goes out take. The Today's a
1: must win. Come on, uh,
2: I mean, not wrong. I just can't believe that you waited forty five <laughs> minutes. Absolutely not that. wrong. If you want to know about must wins, you got to go on YouTube and watch Brian Regan talk about must wins. Blair Absolute- has waited
3: much longer on hold.
2: Really, more much than forty five minutes? I thought I saw it forty five minutes,
3: but. Wow, good for and him! We're, we're all shocked Commitment Sunday skate is
1: on during the nine a.m. hour. So you know it's, it takes it's a little bit of an adjustment. Now coming up, John Anderson, the producer, has procured more uh, Montreal. Pardon me, Montreal, Toronto sports talk. Oh God! So we'll have that, a bit of that coming back on the other side. But first, it's an exciting, trending update.
0: You're listening to Sunday Skate with Ken Laird from the Mud and Callahan Show and WEEI.com Bruins writer Matt Kalman. Sunday Skate is brought to you by Wise Snacks and by Star Market, the official supermarket of the Boston Bruins.
1: Darcy, I need to ask you, I know you've called in a couple times and we love hearing from you way out there. We really appreciate your support. I know you're a Leafs fan. Really, really big win last night. Lots of positivity here in the city. How are you feeling about the amount there in Calgary.
0: Well, before I get into it too much, I want to say first it's Easter. So, first we got to go to the Hockey Gods and thank you for the weekend you gave us. Cheers. great hockey. Well, what about the Leafs? Leafs, I think the Leafs need a number 17 on their team. I think without Matt Martin in the playoffs, your team doesn't have all the pieces. I look back to other 17s that have worn the jersey for Toronto, and I think you need someone like that in the lineup. I look for the Leafs in Game 7, just coming in and and winning a a very good game that will build the confidence for the kids. Absolutely. Let's go. Go, Leafs. Go. The positivity
2: is
3: awesome.
0: I love it. Oh, my
1: God. That is beautiful. That is really a thing of beauty on your Easter Sunday.
3: Is that, is that today? <laughs> I don't from know, yesterday. Was yes, oh, he's already no. talking about a game seven. They've already lost in their minds. <laughs> you should hear the rest, the rest of their show. I listened to every
1: caller on that show. The entire two hours was about whether they should put Nazem Kadri back in next series.
2: Oh, nice. Awesome. Uh-oh. Well, they're already Uh-oh. talking they about game ahead. seven. But is so every caller on. named Darcy? Damn is every caller Darcy like. or Gord? Or? No, that's the same Darcy from last week. Oh, okay. We're turning him into a character. Oh, all right. I think it is a character. It sounds like Rick Moranis to me.
1: Well, Scotiabank Arena will be jumping today and the square outside, etc. So uh, uh, it should be unbelievable. I mean, you look at this epic run of futility here for Toronto. Only Florida has gone longer without winning a series. I'm reading here almost verbatim from Chris Johnson's stories in Sportsnet. But in in that span, uh, Boston has won 11 series. Ottawa has won 7 series. Edmonton has won 4. And the Leafs have rolled out two hundred and one different skaters, twenty four different goaltenders, six different coaches, six different general managers.
2: Well, worse than that, think about it: an, an expansion team went to the finals, right? Um, the Islanders have won even one series in that time. I mean, think about that. I mean, the Columbus so, Blue Jackets have won a series. <laughs> that's
1: right. Even Columbus, who seems like a team of destiny, they got to be loving this. They're hoping to go seven.
3: Uh, I also got to point out uh, the Leafs are 0 and eight in their last eight games following a win. <laughs> wow. So
1: And this series has been back and forth, so maybe that uh, leads to uh, Darcy being right. We' got a game seven coming up on Tuesday. The Leafs all time went up three2 in a series are 19 and five, but I'm sure that goes way, way back. Yeah. Since you hit on uh, the jackets, and I think this NHL playoffs would qualify as the East and West being wide open uh, at this point uh, for anybody to take. But of all the upsets, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i still stunned by Tampa going out. Cassidy said basically what? The Jackets found the, the formula, which is to be physical, get to the net. A lot of cliches that you hear this time of year anyway.
2: And get amazing goaltending.
1: Right. Uh, but all of that, I mean, but across the league, Calgary goes out in five. Yeah.
2: They were fake to begin with.
1: Um
3: the biggest thing about Calgary was, is I thought their goaltending was gonna do them in, and their goaltending yeah. was, was one of the best things about them in that season. I still series. thought
2: they were the one of the worst one seeds I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I they agree. Deserve yeah. It. And, so, I mean, uh, Vegas Vegas has always been the, the best team in that conference. They had injuries a lot of the year. St. Louis too. I think and, it's uh, it's gonna come down yeah. between St. Louis and Vegas.
1: It's 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 not good for the NHL from a national point of view. I guess maybe they don't care. It's you know, it's a niche sport and embraces that some in some ways. But I saw uh, Bob McKenzie and Pierre LeBron going back and forth over a little bit of whining from Pierre that number one seeds need more protection. Oh, God, is it unbelievable? Oh, God, is it unbelievable? It's,
2: you know. How much number one seeds need to go out and play like number one seeds? That's it. I mean, enough of this nonsense. How many teams are we going to add to the playoffs? How long are you going to make this season? We see guys. The whole season, never mind the Bruins, all the guys that got introduced to you, all the star players, we talk about it constantly. You're going to add more games to the schedule to make it easier for one seeds?
3: And and I, I saw somebody say that... that uh that number one seed should be able to pick their opponent. Yeah, in, this is another for Canadian the best matchup. Have. Oh, I have. Like are you? Are we all you know kidding this, me. We all That's know this.
2: Absolutely is. not. We all know this. is, this is spitballing and, and and coming up with brainstorming to come up with ideas so a Canadian team might win the cup sometime this decade. And <laughs> did you? Be, did you become the number one seed by picking your uh, opponent during the, the regular one season seed draft?
1: That's great. I love that. I hate that.
2: <laughs> and didn't we already establish that the Blue Jackets and teams like that, Dallas, Colorado, they already did what these. Teams, what these people want them to do. They played basically a uh, two months of playoff hockey to get into the right. playoffs. <laughs> Why are you going to add another round for them? They've already worn themselves out. Well, if you're not, if you don't is know is how to stay no sharp reward. and ready
1: for them, then you shouldn't be the number one seed. But what's the reward for getting the number one seed? If you got I mean, to play you get the Columbus. worst team and you get home ice. But, it's, <laughs> but it never that's what,
2: holds. That's what it is. It, it holds. It holds decently. It's, what do you want? It, how much easier do you want it to be? Do you need to be the NBA where every exactly. higher seed wins yeah. every year? How do and we just look, wait till June? How do you look at, at what has happened
3: in? In this first round of the playoffs, and say that this is a bad thing. You've got teams that even if they're eight seeds, they can beat one seeds, and it's entertaining.
2: As, as far as the NHL and attention nationally, I mean, you started these playoffs without the Rangers, so that's really the New York market, not the Islanders. Chicago, Chicago, Los Angeles. You weren't going to get the big name attention to begin with. So should we actually, you know what we should do if you want to get attention to this league, Make it that Chicago, the Rangers, and the Kings get a buy into the playoffs every year. That's <laughs> just what cut the do. league down to six teams <laughs> and make it the big markets. Oh, we, you It would just be Look. the six Canadian teams, of course, in these guys' minds.
1: It's it's less about the Jeez. markets, but it's just Tampa uh. has. Uh they won 62 games. There's a buzz about Well, then them, win four was. games
2: in the and playoffs. And now there's a buzz about the Blue Jackets because no, they, cause they slaughtered them in a historic it, no, upset. There's, there's no
3: buzz about the Blue Jackets. Could
2: you imagine if the Golden State Warriors ever lost in a first round what the team that beat them would get as far as attention? No one would be saying we should change the playoff format to benefit them.
1: Listen, if it's Dallas and the Islanders in the Cup Finals, peop, this is going to come back up in a big way again because nobody's going to be watching that series. I mean, I, I'll, I'll give you Columbus has some buzz because they're a story in – uh, you know they upset Tampa, but there are a lot of teams that where you look at like Ugh, was New you-
2: Jersey and Anaheim. Did that end the league? They're not exactly the biggest markets in the world. Did that? Did that end the league? Did, I'm sure I mean, it didn't rate well. There's been plenty of great uh, of matchups. You know the the, the fans are going to watch. The hockey fans are going to watch no matter what, and the casual fans. It's always going to be a curiosity no matter what you do. Otherwise, you're saying you have to have New York, LA every year. What do you have to have?
1: Well, you will you add another week. I like Pierre's theory. You go uh, seven versus ten, best of three series. Eight versus nine, best of three series. Oh, God. And, uh, you know, you get Let's play days. hockey
2: on July 4th. That's what I want to see. When, is Game 7 of the Cup on the well, July they should, 4th? they should start the season On July that's 1st. It idea. has to be on July 1st. It has to be Canada Day. It can't be <laughs> United States' opinion. Independence Day.
1: <laughs> All right. 617-779-7937. Tell us what you expect today. It's a Game 6. That matters. Bruins in Toronto. Now, we have gone uh, an hour and uh, 36 minutes without bringing up Tuca or Puca. <laughs> so, I will do that now.
2: When's the Mark James show on?
1: <laughs> yes. that's Well, he was yesterday. I, I think he's off today. But... Do you expect Rask to be a storyline today or a game seven Tuesday night? How's how's he been playing
2: in your estimation here uh, through five? He's games always so the far? story. I mean, even when he makes great saves, he every goal he gives up is one he should have had, and every uh, save he makes is one that everyone else would have made. So he's going to be the story no matter what. If they lose today and he's and he's not technically in fault by our eyes, he's still going to get blamed. They're going to say he can't take a team deep and um. You know, that's obviously I've already blamed Don Sweeney. I'm not blaming anybody else. So uh, should I'm have had Martin g- Jones in there? See, oh my Don God. Sweeney screwed up again.
3: <laughs> yeah, Martin Jones, the real savior <laughs> in, in in San Jose. No, I I think that that Tuca has had a really good series to this point. Overall, overall, a really good series. He's let up a few stinkers, but look across the league at the goaltending that other teams are getting, and tell me that you would rather have anybody else. Uh, Or, uh, you know, tell me that what you have is not good enough.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you could trade for Bobrovsky, I would. You Uh, could have. You could have at the deadline. I guess. Right. Calvin loves the Islanders uh, duo.
2: Yeah, their duo was the best. I mean, and look. Oh, my God. How about it? The voters got it right, Ken. I told you. That Leonard, just like Tuca, could have been a candidate based on game. despite the games played. Robin Leonard's a finalist for the Vezina. I was right. And the but he's good, not going to win. He's not going to win, but he's a top three. And that's what I was saying about Tuca when he was on his streak. It didn't matter how many games played. If you're the best goalie, you're the best goalie. Uh,
1: well, how many games did he play? 45? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's surprising. <laughs> there, there weren't very many good And candidates, Bishop,
2: too. Actually. Bishop didn't play that many games either. Yeah. It's becoming it's, it's more a new that world. Way. It's a new era. You are right. You are Hey, right. you know, we got a text here that says the show is amazing, so. Is, right. is a little perk for your ego.
1: Been saying it for weeks. Now, uh, in in terms of Rast versus Anderson, Anderson has been very good, but I would say like game 5, did oh. he face that many grade A chances? He's not I tested mean, at
2: all. Yeah. They're not in his face. And it all but, goes back to Jake DeBrusk not being his, himself. There's no well, net I'll run. say
3: I'll say he has not been tested regularly or right. consistently. Well, that's what, I,
2: in the playoffs that's what you want, right? What's I his think... best
1: save of the recent couple games? Like he was Creatchy hitting the post slash crossbar is the yeah. one that stands out the most, and that's well, not. He made, an he made the scene.
2: poke check right? The the poke check on Creatchy. Well, yeah, yeah, the four, paddle down. That's yep, the, that's the right. one.
1: Yes, correct. Yeah, uh, he had a he had a really nice stop. On he comes out of the crease really well. He stopped Bergeron on their second power play the other night, and he cut the angle down really well. I mean he he's he's just been I think solid. That, I when think that
3: he has been more of a you know a game stealer or has shown potential to be more of a game stealer in this series than, than Tuca has. Right. But again, Matt said it, they're not testing him consistently. I said it earlier in the show. They're not getting in his face. They're not trying to rattle him. Yeah, they're not. I think that if today they come out, they put a ton of shots on net. That's one thing that you need to do. You also need to get in his grill.
2: And there's no, there's no, never mind in his grill, there's no play on the inside at all when they have the puck. There's th- nothing from the, between the circles. There's nothing in the high slot as far as creating. And that's, to me, you know, someone's told me yesterday, I started to say something about their character. That part of that is the character. I'm not saying that they're bad people and they don't have character, whether it's Bergeron or Marchand or Car What I'm saying is the character and the will, even if they're banged up at this point, to do the things you have to do to win a playoff game. And that starts by getting down the middle.
3: Well, every single goal except for one in this series that the Bruins have scored at five on five has come between the dots. Right.
2: And they're not there nearly enough to do it more. And wow. that's why... Yeah, even the Chara goal was deflected, right? Yeah. Right.
3: Yeah. Every single goal except for one, which is out by the point, has come between the dots right in front of the net.
1: And oh, no, the Chara goal wasn't deflected. Well, I, I guess... Well, so you're saying he was... That's, he, is that the was, one that, yeah, that, that came must out? Was the one that didn't... It was technically between the circles, but out farther. But, I, but you're saying in tight, like within... Right, yeah. Between the circles. So other than that one.
3: And, and I
2: don't blame them too. You're not gonna necessarily score from the point, even with traffic, but the point is to get the goalie moving to get him to not be able to see, and that's when things happen. I mean you don't want to just waste shots on the point, but clearly they're not Bates doing enough to, to get into to get into the into the trenches.
1: Yeah. The goals are tied up fourteen apiece in the series, but five on five is what, nine seven? It's it's fair it's it's tighter on paper than it has seemed on ice in terms of five well that's five well
3: that's late. because it's gone back and forth in yeah. in individual games it looks closer on paper when it's cumulative but going back and forth there's been swings
1: yeah I mean the four the four one uh, game two obviously was the lone uh, Bruins dominant game uh, of the series so we'll see today now coming up we got to select the Snacks Player of the Week so uh, we'll have to pick that out of a good luck <laughs> good luck a kind of a mess and we'll revisit. Uh, the interference call that was not overturned. Zach Hyman in front, in case you're just joining us. It's a two-hour edition of Sunday Skate presented by Wise Snacks and Star Market. Your last chance to get in, 617-779-7937. Game 6, 3 p.m. Easter Sunday edition here on Sports Radio WEI.
0: You're listening to Sunday Skate with Ken Laird from the Mud and Callahan Show and weei.com Bruins writer Matt Kalman. Sunday Skate is brought to you by Wise Snacks and by Star Market, the official supermarket of the Boston Bruins. <laughs> First goal, you know, not usually the one side score. Like so, uh, I guess that's that's what it took, and, and now get uh, you know, I'm awake.
1: He was awake Wednesday. Couple of second period goals. Which line was he on? I'm not sure, but uh, he got the job done there. And uh, I, we play that sound by coming back here on Sunday skate because uh, I was told at the break that's your player of the week, Matt Kalman. Tough choice. I'll grant you that.
3: Matt Kalman picked David Pasternak.
1: Okay, it's time for the Wise Snacks Player of the Week, brought to you by Wise Snacks and the Wise Snacks Extra Cheesy Cheese Doodles and Bravo Stadiums Nachos, now available. And Pasternak is the pick. I would have gone personally with McAvoy, but uh, he's not been flawless defensively. And you know he had, he really keyed the two nothing lead early in that game Wednesday night. Uh, Pete the win with yeah. the I mean a nice job from the second power play unit to come down. He also assisted on the Marshawn goal to make it two nothing. But late in the game, so much focus on the goalie interference, but he missed a check on Hyman, or Hyman avoided it, whatever you want to say, uh, which led to the goal eventually. If you kind of, I mean, so much focus on the, on the goalie in front, but there were a couple plays there that if Toronto was on to win the series will be kind of legendary. The, the icing that was negated a couple minutes before that, and that was really a nice play by uh, you know, Muzzin to sell the pass, but also uh, to get in the zone and avoid the check from, from McAvoy.
3: Yeah, and he also didn't shoot the puck when he had a wide-open look at the net.
1: McAvoy Instead, threw right? a pass straight True.
3: into a straight into a <laughs> defender. Exactly. Right, so, so Pasta is the pick. But Pasta
2: saved their season. I mean, he doesn't have those two goals on Wednesday, they, even with McAvoy's strong player, like, again, yeah, they might not win that game. True.
1: And Pasta had an assist late on the Krejci goal to cut it to two to one uh, on the you know borderline offside goal. So today he's going to have to show up. Would be the the expectation for everybody, right? If it's going to be Marshawn, and Bergeron and Pasta you are going to put all your eggs in the big it's, basket. They've is, got to outplay
2: Tavares today. It's a referendum on them being the number one line in the league because. Right, Colorado's made its statement. Right, the Colorado guys, So,
1: although yeah. I don't expect Johansson to stay on Krejci's wing more than five minutes, personally, <laughs> probably
2: not. That's probably fair.
1: Uh, any expect? What do you expect today? What do you, what do you get?
2: Some predictions here. Sure to go wrong. I do not have a good feeling about it. I do oh, not, really. I do not have a good feeling. I think Toronto is just they've got some momentum. There hasn't been any momentum in the series. I don't think it necessarily carries over, but it's just the confidence they've built up. I think uh, they're just outplaying, and I think the Bruins have too many guys right now that just don't have. Uh, enough gas in the tank you know going back to Krug and Debrusk, I think I admire their determination to play through whatever they got and uh, you know we saw Rick Nash try to do it last year it was kind of a similar situation where he just was a shell of himself and these two guys right now uh, whether it's a concussion or some other injury that came from those hits they're not the same and I think those are two huge driving forces on this team that uh, you know the secondary scoring that helps support that Berger online. I, I just don't think they have it in them for today. Yeah, I'm a Final mush. Score?
3: I'm a mush. So I think that I'll say that the the Leafs win. But I also I'll Ooh. I will say that the Bruins have not put it fully together yet. They have not played a complete game. So you know if they magically do it today, and you know you find it at the right time, good for them. But you know I don't have a ton of faith at this point.
1: So uh, you're talking high scoring game, blowout game. Uh, no, if, I, th- I, I
3: typically would say if the
1: Leafs win, it's going to be a free free flowing game, right? With some chances on both sides. We're due for an overtime. Yep, we are. So we are due thinking. for an
2: overtime. That's going like, to be probably great. Probably like 3-1 with an empty netter. How about that?
1: All right, so 4 Now, if that's the case, um, and I just can't see the Leafs wrapping it up in 6, I, <laughs> I think the Bruins will win today and we'll have a Game 7. I don't feel great about that necessarily, but we'll see how today goes. Uh, but if they lose today, what happens? I mean, then two out of three years under Cassidy, their first-round exits, I mean, it spins a lot differently. It, it wouldn't have been so dramatic if Tampa was still to be faced, but now you had a great chance, wide open. You yeah. had home ice even in the final three games, and uh, you couldn't get it done. You lost two at home. What Would there be drastic changes, any changes?
2: It's going to be hard because, obviously, they're in a cap strap, too. You know, they're going to have to get uh, – you got the Char done thing, the thing done the right way, but uh, you got to get McAvoy done. You got to get Carl done. Are you giving them bridge contracts? We don't really see bridge contracts anymore for guys of that caliber. And uh, beyond that, you know, what do you have in cap space? If you're going to do something dramatic, you have to trade a Tory Crew, trade a David Krejci to really clear up the cap space to make major changes. And uh, it's going to be a a difficult task. And I don't think you necessarily want Don Sweeney being the one making these trades because at least deadline trades haven't really worked out. I mean, some of the off-season ones have worked, but uh, clearly, you know, sometimes he's uh, not quite on the ball with these with these deals. And it's going to be difficult to. Uh, how much are you going to be able to have used these prospects as well? Because these guys that you were pitching as the next, the second coming, uh, none of them worked out. You got to wonder how much value they have on the market.
3: Yeah, I, I think that it's if they lose today, there's a situation where you you look at it and you don't overreact because at the end of the day, this Toronto team came into the season as Stanley Cup favorites. They're a team that that was really good last year. They added John Tavares, they added Jake Muzzin halfway through. You, I think that you you take a step back and you look, and you say, okay, they were the better team. But we're not that far off. Like, if we if we have guys who continue to make strides and we add decent pieces, then you're still a team that can compete with the likes of Toronto, with the likes of Tampa Bay. So I don't think that you necessarily need to blow anything up but yeah, maybe you look at, at moving a Tory Krug or uh, you know bringing in some sort of secondary pieces. I think that's the biggest thing they need is secondary pieces. You need to be
2: younger and you need to be better. I mean, that's what it comes down to. And If, if you're going to get uh, grinded down like this in the first round, how are you going four rounds? And you can't say, uh, well, you know, we lost to a team that was the third, you know, fourth best team in the league when we were the second, and it's the playoff format because you know what the playoff format is. So even if they had lost to Tampa Bay in the second round this time around, you know who you're playing. So you need to build your team yep. for the that's the one you know, benefit of this playoff format. You know who you're playing. And so at the trade deadline, you need to make sure your team is boosted and bolstered to play against the, the teams you're going to have to go through. Well, the Krug trade would seem to
1: be likely to me, and you package Bacchus in the deal, right? If you can, I mean, that lessens your return, but whatever, you free up some space that way.
2: Well, you don't want to. If you're trading Tory Krug, you need to get. You don't want to do that because you're trading Tory Krug. You have to get value for him. Yeah, you have to get I, a to value. as cap space, the Bacchus thing, is separate. But. Do you have faith in them using that cap space? <laughs> yeah, Well, it's not even it's there, well it's not recently, there for yeah. There's not that many free agents anymore. Every, you don't, every you good don't win player season on July 1st. Well,
1: you, exactly, you know, you the Riley Nash signings, people have lamented them losing, you know, Nash. There there have been... Well, right, do you, that, but do you that need to free up signing. cap
3: space the, to sign a Riley Nash? That's one
2: of the yes. few transactions they won. They brought in Wagner and Nordstrom. They were much better than Riley Nash this year. I mean, that's, right. that's not an issue. You've got Coyle signed up. Your bottom six is set. But clearly, the top, you know, that, that second line needs to be addressed, and whether it's with Krejci and a good right winger, or it's moving Krejci out, you have to do something there. Their bottom six is set. They benched the fourth line the other night. I mean, well, uh, you still have you still have you know, Coleman's going to be in there. You've got Wagner signed another year. You got Nordstrom another year. You got Corrales here. Uh, Coyle's your, your third line center. So that pretty much tells me you know, Heinen's here. So you got you're pretty much set there, unless you're trading some of those guys in, in the deal. Hmm.
1: And the only free agents they'll lose are Achari, right? And uh... Well, you know Johansson, but
2: yeah, okay. and I'm not going to take the coach panicking and shuffling his third line, his third and fourth lines as a sign that those guys aren't you know good to be good next year or even good right now. I mean, the, we we, we already we established the coach panicked.
1: Yeah, I guess, but Corrally's not playing today. I mean, he was in there. Or, well, you no, know, is in, Charlie's yeah. out. What was saying? But he, yeah. either way, Corrali is well, back. Well, Charlie's gone;
2: he, he's free agent. There's no way you're bringing him back. Right, and right. so, you know, you just it's just like Tim Shaw last year, you just replace him. The Bruins are great at, at developing these bottom six forwards. We've seen it now uh, a few times in a row. There's no problem there. Uh, it's 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 developing these skill players, the JFKs and and Peter Solariks of the world that can't seem to figure out how to play in the National Hockey League.
1: All right. Follow these gentlemen on Twitter. They'll have plenty of uh, stuff after the game, I am sure. Pete Blackburn of CBS Sports and Matt Kalman of WEIWEI.com. Hey, dot New Hampshire guaranteed us back next week, so I guess you can take if, that. For but me. if
2: if we're not back, this is our game seven. Did we leave it all on the air? Did we? Did we? do we, we empty the tank? You
1: think? Uh, yeah. I mean, we survived the first five. I'm not sure if we <laughs> did anything beyond that, but you know, it was I I'd say better than Wiggins, Bradford, and Reamer, which is the standard. So. <laughs> That's that's all you can hope for. Those guys are up next though. I'm sure they'll be dynamite, leading you into Red Sox pregame one ten with Will Fleming, Wiggy, Bradfoe, Reamer coming up, don't go anywhere. This is Sunday Skate, presented by Wise Snacks and Star Market. See ya.